Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Y'all, Tamika is getting a shade on our motherhood skills, and Kelsey is thirsty for that ring. And we got Jared Sampson interview in the house today. This is Southern Charm New Orleans on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, Sherelle's, yes. Yes, we're sending this out to you, Tamika. We love you, girl. All right, everybody. Let's jump into this. We got stuff going on. Everybody, hi, Matt, everybody. Welcome to Southern Charn After Buzz show. This is uh, season one, episode seven. I'm Matt Marr, and I am ready for the show. Here's my lovely, beautiful friend, Elle Marie. Let's start with you. Yes, hey, guys. I'm Elle Marie. And I'm Charles. And I'm Maite. And we have our live chat happening right now. So if you guys have any questions, join our live chat. Because you are on our panel as well. And you get on that live chat, Sugars, and you Mm, ask our guest who is here today, Mr. Jared Sampson in the house. Look at you. Wow. Sugar, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. You call me sugar. I, I know. It. I could call you brown sugar too, girl. I'll call you what you want. <laughs> See, I'm ready. We, we all, he's already ready. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so we are we're gonna we're gonna talk about the show for every listening. We're gonna talk about the show, but first we're gonna do a little interview with Jared and get and get some tea speaking mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. from him. But don't you worry, we're gonna talk about everything that happened on this week's episode today, and we also have a little update on Tamika and her daughter from her Instagram that we are gonna talk about. So again, go to the live chat and we'll give you a fan shout out mm-hmm. in the show, sugars. All right, Jared, let's just jump into this. What has this ride been like for you? This has been crazy. I am <laughs> enjoying this roller coaster. I, um, I talk to the, the cast often, and I describe this as a roller coaster ride. So I've been up, I've been down, I've been all around, and I'm just enjoying this ride. Love it. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to, obviously, we're going to talk about, you know, the episode of episodes mm-hmm. that I think that we talked a lot about Barry and Tamika last year. Yeah. I mean, we just, I mean, first of all, Oh my gosh, I think this is a power of television that it can be entertaining but also be transformative for right. people at home. So yeah. I just want to commend you on just your bravery for doing that. I mean, it, it was beautiful. It's, it's, it's surreal watching that back. I actually cried the first probably 10 times I saw that because in my head I played that back over and over since it filmed and it was jumbled and a mess and just disoriented. And watching it back, I was like, wow. I, I don't that that's me, but I don't even see that as being me. It's just it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't look disoriented to us. It no. looked it like you knew exactly what you were going mm-hmm. to say, and you were well prepared, and you really spoke from the heart. So that's very commendable. Very but much. If, if you but if you look at the episode, you'll see me like twiddling my thumbs and oh. looking away, and I'm like, I do not want to be a part of this conversation at all. Oh, no. 
But I found a voice. I found something to say. And and what I what can I, what I can appreciate about it is that people are responding and and sending me wonderful messages. And I want to thank everybody who's been supportive, my family, my friends, and those who've recently become friends or just you know even if it's just a Facebook friend, it's been amazing mm-hmm. to see the response. Mm. Uh, this is El Marie uh, Jared. So I wanted to know on for that moment because we were talking about well, you guys were talking about Barry and, and him using the F word and things like that, and you mm-hmm. knew him. So for your for you was a you coming out more so kind of to come to Barry's defense, or did you just feel moved in that moment to like let me tell my truth? Well, I'm going to change the narrative here on you. You said I came out, and that's that's not necessarily what I see that as I actually let people in Um, I've been me for my entire life I'm 38 years old in August and probably since about the age of 16 I've known exactly who I am and just because someone doesn't know it or I didn't share that with them doesn't mean that I was hiding anything I just let the world in let family in let friends in to a part of me that they didn't know so I want to change that narrative just a little bit and say that I let people in Okay. That's, you know, queer one-on-one history. I'm going to give real quick because I've studied this a little bit. But okay. it's, so I didn't really, I didn't know this until recently that mm-hmm. I learned that the term coming out changed with LGB more in the 20s and 30s because before that, it coming out comes from debutante balls where you come out into society. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so what happened in the late 1800s and okay. the early 1900s, even in New York, homosexuality wasn't condemned. They didn't happen until the 20s with Prohibition mm-hmm. and a lot of people coming down. So before, it was, they called it coming out because when someone would say that they were gay or lesbian, they would actually, all the other people that identified as homosexual would throw them a party and welcome oh, them wow. into their society. So that. I think it's interesting how it's mm-hmm. like, I love uh, that you're almost like kind of a reclaiming of like, you're letting people into your life. So I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. such a beautiful definition that you're creating. And this is a lesson moment right here. Yeah, so exactly. it's just like it just keeps going. It. So that's what's good about being able to share your truth is that you're able to keep educating people on issues like that. I love it. That's so, really good because I didn't know that. And have you thought about this before? Or was it, Okay, so like when I, for me, I call it coming out. But for me, like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell my dad on this day. And then it was like Monday. I was like, I'm going to wait till Wednesday. And like, but for you, was it, had you been thinking about letting them into your life? And then it just, and it, this was like the time it happened? Or was it like you're on the boat eating crawfish and the next thing you know, you're just talking? I'm on the boat there to support whoever had a moment in the previous episodes. And next thing I know, I'm like, this is a heavy conversation. And we're talking about if the N word and the F word are the same. And I'm like, these are two words that can be potentially used to harm me. And as I'm listening and understanding how other people perceive these words, I'm understanding that these words have impacted me mm-hmm. and you don't see the full conversation. Um, in in the in the episode but it's a heavy conversation that's going on and the parts that you do see you understand enough to know that i am feeling some kind of way about how this conversation is going and i'm like let me just shut this down yeah. because mm-hmm. it's going you around did. you around. shut it down like can i just shut this down and, and have a moment to just let you know how this this word in particular the f word and also the n word have impacted me yeah. and it's just it just came pouring out and what I want to tell people is that literally I spoke from my heart. Mm-hmm. Like when I said I'm, I didn't want to speak, I didn't want to speak. I'm sitting there nervous and, and twiddling my thumbs and looking away and trying to avoid the conversation. But the universe, whatever you want to call it, put something on my heart to say. And I'm very, very glad and grateful that I did 
allow myself to speak from the heart and then share something so personal on camera, which in that moment, you don't even remember cameras are there. It's just something's happening. And it, it was bigger than me. And I told my mom and my dad, when I spoke to them my, and my sister and whoever else, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than us. So whatever I need to say, the world needs to hear. Yeah. So Jared, this is Charles, by the way. Um, so you mentioned like you were letting people in and you kind of let people in in a way bigger way than any other gay man or, or gay woman has let people in. And I, I do like using that term instead of coming out. That's a nice, yeah. nice way to put it. Do you feel pressure after you um, said that on the boat to kind of address it with your other family members and friends because you knew that this episode was going to be coming out? Um, in a matter of time, like I know whenever I came out initially to my family, it was a really slow process whenever I like came out to my friends and my extended family. Like, did you feel like, okay, I need to have this conversation with people who are close to me before they see it on TV? Absolutely. So in the next episode, Tamika mentions that I immediately mentioned it to my mom. Like she and I never had the conversation. Uh, when I was 16, I had a, an experience. I'll just put it at that. And it wasn't necessarily a positive experience from family and 21 things happened. So every time I felt the need or the the strength to have the conversation, it never quite happened. So absolutely. Once that moment happened on the swamp tour, I felt the need to have a conversation with my mom in particular, um, who I pretty much grew up with uh, living with her and my dad are divorced. And so I, I felt more of a need to talk to her first. And I didn't talk to my dad about it until the day that that episode aired in terms of really having conversation. I kind of inched my way to it and, and, and tried to have conversations and tried to drop hints, but it wasn't until that night of that episode airing that I actually said, Hey, we have to have this talk because in about an hour or two, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you're going to find out and the world will find out. And it's more of a confirmation. I don't think anybody in my family, excuse me, any of my family or my friends who know me well are blind to the fact of, you know, I'm not dating women and I, you know, don't really talk about my dating life. So people made assumptions, but I just had to have that conversation with them at some point. So my mom early on in the conversation and my dad, like the hour before oh, wow. the show aired. Yeah. So has, is, your, has your dating life increased from the show? Because I have a feeling of, like, tons of people. It's a small town. Everyone kind of can boy, you, Boy, you whoever. cute. And, and people yeah. are thirsty. Yeah, like, what do your DMs look like? Well, um, during the show, I actually was dating someone. And I won't really delve into that too much. Uh, yeah. But I would think right before fame. the show airing, we, we separated and mm-hmm. kind of went our separate ways. And still, you know, that's not a... Um, a subject matter that is clearly defined. I'm trying to be friends and trying to, you know, make peace. But right. in terms of what you're asking me, yes, the yes. DMs, people are sliding into the DMs. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, um, and, and I'm actually uh, seeing someone right now. So it, it's, oh, a, okay. it's okay. an interesting process right now to get to know someone and they have to kind of know me in this space of, I don't know what my life's going to look like. This is all yeah, brand new. Yeah. I'm still... I'm not a celebrity. I don't see myself in any type of celebrity status. It's still just regular old everyday me and trying to get to know someone in this process of figuring this whole, you know, reality TV world out. It's quite interesting. Do you find yourself as, did you see, in in talking about that, how you don't see yourself and how that narrative is changing for you, like, do you see yourself 
as a role model, uh, especially just because, I mean, being myself, Charles is from the South too, but then I've talked about my boyfriend's from the South and he's black and just, we've talked about, you know, it hit me in dating him how fewer role models he has than I do. And I, we already have as gay white men, few role models, but you know what I mean? And so do you think of yourself as a role model now? Cause there's, because there's not a lot of, 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 of people, especially in the South that they have to look up to. And I think maybe you could be that, or do you want to be that? Like, how does that, it's, just a, it's a weird question. Cause yeah. I imagine it's odd. Now you're in this position. In the spotlight. No, I absolutely want to be a role model. I kind of, in many ways, I'm I'm sad that I just found a voice um, because I know I have a, a big voice and I'm very opinionated. I have a lot to share, but I try to, and I have tried to, not necessarily rock the boat. But now that I have found myself in this uh, in this position, I in uh, I guess the post interview on Bravo TV, I talk about I had an opportunity to speak, but also a responsibility. So I really do want to take this on as a responsibility. There's a lot that I feel um, from my background that I can share from a corporate environment, from a just personal environment. So I definitely want to be a role model. And I encourage people to continue to reach out to me through DM, but not in the way that they (laughs) You classier than me. I'd be like, send anything. I'm fine with that, girl. Uh, (laughs) Well, let's, I I wanted to, we're going to jump into the show, but we're going to talk a little bit more because I also want to see kind of like how things are between you and Barry now, but we're going to tease the audience and make them wait for that. Sounds good. But also we want to just mention, we want to thank, you know, we're giving you the show free because of our founders at Afterbus. So we want to talk about them really quickly. Which is our favorite and very own Maria Menounos. If you want to have fun, learn, grow in all areas of your life, because we all do. <laughs> Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder, and it drops every Friday on iTunes. Now, Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secret tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life, uh, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finance, and more. Let Maria be the big sister in your life that you've always wanted. <laughs> Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free, because we all like free. Mm-hmm. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that your lovely panel here, Southern Charm, New Orleans, sent you, yes. right? Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into this episode. So, I mean, let's talk about, I think, the kind of narrative of the show mm-hmm. really was Barra. Barra. Oh, my God. I just gave them a <laughs> ship name almost. To Mary. Uh, to Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I, I like to Mary. I like that better. Um, <laughs> but it was Barry and Tamika. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they, they just were, I mean, they're really, like, Tamika really kind of came under fire a little bit, mm-hmm. not only as, as a type of mother she is, but also just the type of, of person Why? she Why? is. Person? Yeah. yeah. Um, Elmarie is looking at me. What, what were you thinking, Elmarie? <laughs> No, just like, yeah, same thing. She kind of did come under fire a lot. Yeah. And we're starting to see all these different sides of, of Tamika. And I feel like as the story was going on, at first, when everything is kind of being, com- when people confront her, mm-hmm. it's always like, okay, I hear you, but I hear you, but. But then we finally get to a point where she starts to actually listen and take mm-hmm. that in. In this episode, we saw that. Yeah. And it all started at the, at the lunch where Tamika really was opening up and having like a tender moment. And then Barry 
kind of interjected <laughs> in a way that maybe was if wasn't he wasn't the best. It wasn't the yeah. best. Like but he, he didn't just, know. It he was tuned just, out. He said he tuned yeah, out. It was just wrong timing. Like he yeah. just asked for the sauce, and then I got lost in the sauce, the sauce, and then it got too spicy, and <laughs> and then something or other happened um, at the table, and I feel like Jared. You know Tamika yes. probably better than or as well as anybody. Whenever somebody confronts her like this, was, is this like par for the course with a golf pun? Oh, look at me coming through the fall. The golf yeah. Is this like par for the course with Tamika? Like, does she get a little bit defensive? Or she was talking about being insecure. Like, well, they called her insecure. They called her insecure. Right. Like, were you surprised okay. with her reaction there? Whenever kind of Barry asked for the sauce. <laughs> no, I mean I get it. I mean watching that episode, I'm like. She was in the middle of having a moment and yeah. and sharing something really, you know, that she doesn't talk about a lot. So I can understand her being a little, you know, I guess confused by why he would then ask for sauce when she's in the middle of sharing about her dad, and that's something that she doesn't talk about too often. Mm. Well, and do you, so with kind of Tamika, then that kind of transitioned with um, her daughter's coming home and from this party, and she's crying, and it, you know it was. I see both sides, but, like, we see Tamika, like she said, she treats her daughter the way mm-hmm. she treats every her children the way she treats everybody. And, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, I felt like there was a lot of, and some kind of social media stuff about Tamika as a mom. I think Tamika's a pretty amazing mother. And I feel like, I know it was funny, maybe with her mother-in-law, and they were cooking in the kitchen, and she was getting the guilt and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But whereas I look at it, I'm like, you're showing your daughter another type of role model of what a woman can be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I took it. I don't know. I kind of was like, y'all need to ease up on her. Yeah. But. That was like, I, reg- to me, it was like, like what you were saying as right. well, and I say off air, like that was like kind of regular mom moment. We've kind of all had that, especially the mother-daughter situation. Like it starts Oof. young too. Yeah. Like the back and forth, the butting heads, like it just seemed normal. But it wasn't even that bad as people painted out yeah. to be. Like for me, when I was growing up, my mom would just give me that look and that look was a killer. Like mm-hmm. I knew yeah. I was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Or she would rub my ear, something. And yeah. that was a little bit more aggressive than having this conversation yeah. and, and the way that it played out. I yeah. love her when she made it. She'd go, come back and shut the door. Right? I remember yeah, my mom doing that. I'm like, dang, I hated that. I still can get yelled at for slamming the door. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, so you know, what, what are your thoughts on that, Jared, as far as like the way Tamika mothers? I will say this, Tamika is, uh, she and I are related on my mother's side of the family. And I, I know that woman, like what I saw and what I see in her and how she, you know, raises Rainy, that is, that's my mom. My mom would tear up my spelling words if I didn't write them absolutely correctly because she wanted me to have it down packed. So her asking Rainy to close the door and do it the right way and all of that, like I get it. She's, that's a parent, she's parenting, she's involved, she mm-hmm. cares. She cares enough to to make her think and to push her to say, well, because you didn't get a prize or because we left earlier, because I was there hosting it, you're not entitled to anything. So okay. I think mm-hmm. why would anyone have anything to say about a parent actually teaching their children that you don't get things just because mm-hmm. you don't get something just because I'm your mom, just yeah. because I'm Tamika Lee, you don't. And I'm hosting this event doesn't mean that you're entitled to the prizing. I think she mentioned there were 12 prizes or 12 drawings or something, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Rainey didn't get it. So it's a life lesson, and it's something I think it's important to instill in your children that you don't get something just 
because. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who would have a problem with that. And if they do have a problem with it, they need to check themselves. Yeah. They do. That is a big thing right now. Because I've seen like on social media, on the news, like this whole participation trophy thing where, you know, everybody kind of wins when you're children. But that's not setting you up for life. Mm -hmm. Because everybody doesn't always win. Kind of random question. I don't want to talk too much about Rainy as much as I want to talk about Tamika. But just wondering, is Rainy kind of more sensitive than... um, like, is she kind of more like Barry, or is she more like Tamika, do you think? I think she's a cross between the two of them. She's okay. a sweet, you know, sweet um, young lady, and I see a little bit of both Barry and Tamika in her. And, I mean, just having a mother in that spotlight and on the show and then in the news and yeah. just all of these things, I mean, that's a lot. And that's, I think she looks up to her mother, and Tamika sets a great example for her as a, you know, a strong role model who... Maybe she doesn't meet the traditional standards of what a wife should be in terms of in the kitchen and what barefoot and pregnant. I mean, how far back do we want to go in oh, terms God. of doing mm-hmm. and people? So, Especially in the South, yeah. yeah. My opinion, give her a break. She's a career woman. She's mm-hmm. driven. She is there for her. I remember going and um, spending some time with them, and I've spent a lot of time with her and Rainey um, at the house or just having lunch or dinner, and going there one day and just being in absolute awe of them Tamika's just dancing in the house for no reason. Just having a, a, a mother-daughter moment and just watching that and experiencing that. I actually have a video of that and I need to find it in my um, my files to post because it's just a beautiful, pure moment before the show, you know, before the, the cameras. I recorded it without them even really paying attention and knowing it. Yeah. She is a mother. She is a friend to her daughter and she knows how to parent, in my opinion. She knows how to parent and be stern when she needs to be and be afraid when she needs to be. Yeah. I mean, they, they caught the show caught a stern moment. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that Tamika is always 100% stern yeah. on, yep. on Rainy. Yeah. And, like, we, we talk in the past, like, mm-hmm. with reality TV, so much of this stuff, and we actually talked to Tamika about this, is black and white. And if you see one aspect of a marriage, you assume that the whole marriage or the whole motherhood um, storyline is like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean... It's obvious whenever, I mean, we talked to Tamika that she's a wonderful mom and, and yeah, she is a certain type of way. And I think about my mom and um, my mom's kind of like that. And I was asking the question about Rainy being sensitive is because my sister is a little bit more sensitive and a little bit more like my dad. And so it's like my mom kind of butts heads with my sister in the same way that she butts heads with my dad. Mm-hmm. And it's like an interesting thing to see how... Um, like the things that frustrate my mom when it comes to things that my dad does, she tries to correct in in my sister. sister. So it's like if Tamika sees some things well, like... He if, did that, though, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Barry kind of made the conversation, which I loved, about he and Tamika's relationship. And then they uh-huh. had that dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. And I loved how he kind of... I thought that was... Again, I, I think they're both killing it in parenthood. I really yeah. think... But I think they're just... The way he brought that back to... It's about because I do believe that your children oftentimes are a reflection of you as parents, no, in a good way and a negative way. And he was like, "What do we do to get back together right. to make mm-hmm. sure we're together?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to just say I love them as a couple. Like they are like my two favorite people on oh, the yeah, planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have they are to- like just to watch them. I'm in. A, I'm in all of them. They're they're best friends. They're they're lovers. They're they're you know soulmates in my opinion. They are just like the epitome of what a couple should be. I, I just, I mean, you don't get to see what I see in them and how they just respond to each other. And they pick up each other's slack where one might be, you know, slacking it. The other one picks it up. So you see, what, five minutes of their lives on TV in an episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just am like, get real. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not a fair assessment of someone's entire life. 
their entire body of work. So as someone who spends a lot of time around them um, and just really gets to appreciate and sit back and watch in, in, in marvel at what they do and how they, they interact with each other, it, it's pretty phenomenal. So whatever people want to assume about them from a few minutes of footage in each episode, then, you know, that's their... Yeah. That's their bag. We, we get to see, bag, you know? yeah, from the very first episode, we saw their relationship and their chemistry, and we had them here last week as well. Join us. But, I mean, watching all of this, I kind of see Gian so much popping up. <laughs> like, do you think Gian is truly jealous of My that? Mate hates Gian. <laughs> yeah, like, she hates Gian. No. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm trying to understand her role, you know? <laughs> Every time she comes up, Mate is like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like trying I think, to understand I mean, I'll say this. I think a lot of us are trying to understand the role. You got to realize this is a show. This is entertainment. And, you know, I, I have nothing good, bad, or otherwise to say about Gian as a person. Um, yeah. Now, how she's being portrayed in the show and how, you know, things are being done to make it look like she's a certain way or Tamika right. has a certain feeling towards yeah. her, then that's, again, that, that's something that we have no control over. So, we you know, we film this. We share our lives. And and how it all ultimately gets put together is how it gets put together. So as an individual, I've interacted with her. She and I have had conversations. And I judge people based on my own interactions with them. Oh, okay. I don't judge them on how they interact with other people or how a TV show may make them appear. So Amen. It, it's, it's interesting. It's fun to watch and see the dynamic. But here's the thing. It's entertainment. Enjoy yeah, that's all yeah. I can say. I don't enjoy her though. Oh, and <laughs> Marie's like, like, I don't, I don't enjoy her though. Just no. Drop the mic. I won't. I won't. I'm, you know, me, me being Mr. Nice Guy and trying to maintain my my position on the show as being a nice guy. I will yeah. just say, hey, well, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. As, as you sip your tea. Right. So, what? I'm almost out of tea right now. Uh, <laughs> I need Benny Poppins here. Yeah, oh, you do. Yes. Yeah, so what? Oh, Benny Poppins. I hope we see him again. Yeah. Uh, so what is your opinion, by the way, as far as this whole... I mean, Kelsey is thirsty Ooh, for that ring. Bless her heart. I saw my friend Kelsey. <laughs> well, well, listen, I actually said, I actually said in the episode, like, because the show did kind of portray Kelsey as wanting to get married, and like, there is that common character in reality TV, like the woman who wants to get married. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, I kind of feel for Kelsey because if a woman like has certain um, like visions of what she thinks the relationship should be, like. It's not bad that she has visions of, you know, marriage in the future, but mm-hmm. it is kind of awkward whenever your vision of what a relationship should be doesn't match up with what your partner has well, in mind, maybe. But, but they're working towards they that. Are they are. Yeah. Does yeah. it match does up? tell her that, to try to, yeah. like, reassure her, like, it's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And is that part of the show, or that we don't... Is there stuff with Jess, Justin and Kelsey that we don't see? Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as, like... They're commit. Like, is she cool with them not getting married, or does she want to get married? Because her face, and I know it's editing, but her face looked disappointed <laughs> mm-hmm. when she got that necklace. Yeah. It totally. seemed like she was looking under it. Yeah, to see, like, yeah. she's like, <laughs> is it red? Yeah. <laughs> like, what size is the box? Well, you, know, you get El Maria box. She's gonna be like, where is it? It's like, why does this necklace look? Why does this ring look like it fits around my yeah. neck? It should fit. Around so, my- it, so give us the tea. Give us the tea. I'm out of tea. I have <laughs> You can't take that last sip on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you did take the last sip on purpose. Well, maybe more is to be revealed. Is there right? going to be more Kelsey. revealed with them? Yeah. I I don't have the tea, literally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay, he no, no. is playing. I'm 
No, I can say that from my interactions with them, they're a very loving couple. I, I, I enjoy them. Um, I've actually really developed a, a really stronger bond, a real strong bond with them as a couple. Um, I invite them to things. They recently came to an event that um, I had a couple extra tickets to, and they invite me to come to festivals and things. I enjoy them. I don't. I can't tell you where their relationship is going. I'm not in it. I mean, we're not poly. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to hold down my own relationship and figure that out in my own life. So right. to dive into someone else, you know, their world, what works for them works for them. I mean, a lot of people don't get married. You got John Moody, who's got non-girlfriends and mm-hmm. friends and things like that. So. I don't know. Apparently, I don't have the the answers to to dating. I'm 30 years old and pseudo single, trying to figure out life, trying to dive into a new relationship, trying to figure things out. So, I want to focus on what I need to do to get a ring versus someone else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Say that. So, All right. Okay. Well, Jared, do you feel some pressure to like abide by some of like the Southern isms regarding marriage? Like, do you feel pressure to like marry by a certain age? A little bit. I don't, but I know a lot of people do. Um, okay, have that vision for I, you. I know a lot of friends who feel like if they haven't been married by a certain age, then it's a it's an issue. It's a problem. Okay. Yeah, and I can speak well, on that first, too. Like I, like I said, I'm almost you know I'll be 38 in August, and I'm still trying to navigate those murky waters of love and in, in, in marriage. And I mean, I'm ready. I have no ring. I'm, I'm, you know. Oh, he! You heard it here. You heard it here, fellas. <laughs> he. Ready. Um, get I'll, ready for your DMs to blow. Get right. DMs to blow right. up. I also want to mention to people, if you're listening to the podcast, be sure to go on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to this podcast. Give us five stars. Um, whatever. And write something on there. Even if you write something, actually bumps us up in them. So even if you write, I'm all out of tea. Whatever you need to write, please do that. And hashtag no tea. Hashtag no tea. And if you're on the YouTube channel, be sure to uh, subscribe or hit that little thumbs up button and, and like it. And put in the comments even during the week. We're going to engage with those comments. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, we had a little bit of Reagan and Jeff. There really wasn't much with Reagan and Jeff this Mm -hmm. week. But we did have, I did enjoy the moment. First of all, I love seeing John not golf. And I also, (laughs) oh, Jesus. His I know. I I mean, even the brother's shorts are tight. I don't know how to hit. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I have to say, I really like John. He's done. He's been really nice and really pleasant. And he is. I mean, truly, like when the show started, they're like he's a great artist. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just saying. And then right. you see his yeah, art, and you're like, like, whoa, yeah. he's incredible. Mm-hmm. But he's still, really- when he was like. <laughs> What did he say to his sister? Something like, people are going to know what John Moody yeah. Payne changes their lives. Yeah, John Moody Payne like, will change your life. I mean, his head could be a little smaller. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about, what, what's your relationship like with John? Are y'all friends? Do y'all hang out? Do you, do you ever tell him, do you ever put him in his place? Or do you see him a lot? No, John, uh, I don't really see John a whole lot, obviously. Um, we don't really interact a lot on the show itself. And then in real life, he is, you know, a friend by association through Tamika. He's a great guy. I mean, he's 20, what, 5, 26 years old? Yeah, he's like he 17. He have a big head. And, I mean, if I had eight abs and, <laughs> and, and a body like that, I'd be probably the same way at that age. So he's a great guy. I think he's brilliant beyond his years in terms of his art. And oh, yeah. Sayings I don't always get, but it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you, pro- you probably don't see him a lot. He has to go to high school, right? Like a junior. Oh, don't you shade John like that? <laughs> no, no, I'm not shading John. Shade. That was not shade. Me and Elmer are looking at right? you. Like, no. tell, like, don't, don't be messing with John. John. Okay. <laughs> I told you I'm out of tea. 
<laughs> don't come for him, that smooth skin. Oh. Charles is really trying to get yeah, pulled he is, for something. Uh, sorry. Yeah. He's got for it. Sorry, no, not sorry. Nice. Like I said, he's a nice guy. He's no, yeah. fun to be around times I do interact with him. And I mean, I'm like just in awe of someone that young, that ambitious. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's accomplished. I mean, I think he's amazing. I, I, I was not that nice confident. That's amazing how confident he is mm-hmm. at that age. Yeah. Um, I Go ahead. We, no, I was just going to say something real quick before I forgot. So when it comes to Jeff, the fact that he admitted that he was happy to go to therapy, oh. to me, was kind of, it was like that a was little huge. bit. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was a pretty a big, big deal. Because mm-hmm. now, I, I mean, I was able to see a little bit more in this episode how he looked happier. Yeah. He did seem and lighter, did, yeah. And more kind of like vibrant and wanting to have the conversation with everyone. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I hope that I'm sure we're going to see more of them. I, I just hope that uh, I just I love too the way that Reagan was kind of like talking about Tamika and Barry's relationship, and then mm-hmm. she said, "What can I say? My relationship's right. up." Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I like, just, and what can I say? I can't comment on anybody's relationship. No, 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 no. your relationship is not on on the show. No, so. <laughs> and Sugar, you not pretty, yet. you pretty, and oh, you here, Sugar, so you can say what you want. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so, um, again, we've had a couple of, uh, we just had a fan who tweeted. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Who tweeted about the show. Her name is Heather. Heather Crow. Yes, thank you on the tweets, uh, talking about how you can't wait, and she said it's her favorite uh, recap podcast. Heather, we appreciate you, sugar. We love it. Can I go the record, though? Can I go the record? Ooh, record it. Let's share the Southern Charm recap. I uh, put that in in a group text that we have. And I just shared it. I had no idea. I didn't even really watch it the first time. I was like, ooh, Southern Charm New Orleans on YouTube. And I shared it with the with the cast. And the next thing I know, like, everybody's watching it. Oh, no. Nice. Yay! Oh, guys, this is absolutely a thrill and an honor to be on and to have this opportunity to talk to you guys because I'm like, I'm a fan. Awesome. Oh, yeah. oh so Well, I have to say, he <laughs> and I sent week. it to y'all. Like, Jared sent the most beautiful email just when we talked about his moment on the show. And, I mean, I was boo-hooing. Yeah. I mean, so... And it just, it meant so much to me. And I know it meant, again, like, I, I, you are a role model. As somebody who, like, I mean, I have a camp that's all about queer youth and how they can be leaders in this community. And, you know, there's a reason why we have to do extra work in our community of just trying to reach out to the African-American community. Because we can't even, like, get them to come to it. It's, it is. It's just, it's harder just because of the stigmas that yeah. they have to deal with. And so when you say, I'm just boohoo, and I'm, I'm crying for myself, I'm crying for my boyfriend, I'm crying yeah. for the child that he was to watch this. So it really was a beautiful thing. So thank, thank you so you. much. And I actually, so many people have reached out, and there's like one person in particular from, um, from Virginia who reached out who has a, uh, an organization. And I'm just like amazed that people are doing all this work. And I'm like, I need to catch up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I said that if I'm not a part of the solution, I'm definitely a part of the problem. So I hold myself accountable. So if anybody else wants to hold me accountable and say you have not done or you should be doing, then please hold me accountable and I will do. I've obviously put myself out there in in this space to have the tough conversations and to continue to have the tough conversations. And it didn't just stop at that dinner table. It's clearly going to have to be a conversation I have to have many, many times to help change the stigma because, Mm -hmm. you know, I've done a lot of amazing things in my career, but until I really put myself out there and help people, then none of that really matters. Mm. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, let's talk a little bit about, because I know we don't have a lot more. We we could talk two hours. I know we don't have too much time, but let's talk a little bit about some news and update. Let's talk about some AfterBuzz news with Tamika, if we yeah. can. AfterBuzz TV News. Take it away, Miss Marie. So, Tamika and her daughter, they went to Instagram to post a video. So, they were kind of like a behind-the-scenes thing, just to show that... Um, 
to show people a different side of her and that situation. So she said after what the cameras didn't show was her and her daughter had a conversation afterwards. Um, and she told her that um, what's meant for her is her is for her. And it's already written. So just mm-hmm. to sh- also show her that anything that someone else gets, then that wasn't for you. It wasn't yours to be upset about losing. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had that conversation to let her know it's okay if you don't get something like we were talking about earlier. So just to kind of break that down with her. And then uh, Rainey also opened up with Tamika letting her know that she kind of yells at her a little bit too much. She goes from like zero to 60. So they had an open conversation after that to kind of get to the root of the problem. And that and that's good parenting as well. When you talk to your child and yeah. you guys can have a conversation about Two what's way. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And and good that she also showed and put that on the Instagram story for those haters that yeah. want to judge her <laughs> to let her know how she is handling things with her daughter. So yeah. Lord, I am on the Tamika train. I am too. And the Barry. We got a shirtless Barry. We got a yeah. Barry little Barry with his shirt off for a second. And Lord, that man. Ooh. Lord, that booty. I can't. Mm. Like, show my booty on the, on the- Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you can't. We were talking about Barry, but sure. Yeah, you do that booty shake, boo. Well, maybe, 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 maybe next episode. Yeah. We'll like, be watching. He's like, they're not ready. We'll have to like, give you more than tea. <laughs> your Twitter would crash. Your Twitter would crash. So it's great internet, right? Yeah. <laughs> so our last little thing. Let's talk about our let's it say it, Charles. Let's say bon pont cray cray. Let's say bon pont cray cray. This is you know, as you know. Uh, uh, a lesson on that last She did. She did. She did. She did. She did. She did. She gave you a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> bon bon, cray cray, and we did better. So, um, uh-huh. um, I think, um, yeah, so like, let's go. Wait, who's got a cray cray first? Anybody? Oh, Charles is ready. Okay. My yeah. lesson bon ton cray cray was watching John Moody golf. <laughs> <laughs> That was my cray cray moment because I don't think I have ever seen a golf club head swing so fast past the golf ball as I did whenever I saw John Moody. John Moody was so confident that he was going to just drive that ball 400 yards and it was a big old whiff. And that was cray cray for me. That was my moment as well, but not necessarily because of his bad golfing, but because of his whole body. Those legs. The body, yaddy, yaddy. I mean... Lord. I mean, yeah, John Moody. In. He's I probably watching this right now. John Moody, if you're watching me, watching this, sorry watching about that. Me? So, sorry, watch, sorry, John watch Moody, me. we want to interview you, John Moody. Come I on the know. show. Well, I'm just gonna say, if you if you're watching this, sorry about the high school read, but I had to say, <laughs> I, I had your back, John. I just I'll put that on the record. No. Well, although if John does the interview, I'm gonna make him take his shirt off. Woo! He has to do his shirt with. I mean, do the interview. What's your cray cray, my friend? We're gonna make him do it. He might just do it anyway. Yeah, right. He'll just wear. A jacket with no shirt, and I won't. My gay DD will be out the window. I won't even pay attention. Okay. Um, my cray cray moment has to go has to go for Justin because he left the Myrtles. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. We're yeah. so in sync because that's my cray no. cray too. Where he was like, I because. I mean, I talked about it. I stayed at the Myrtles. I stayed in the doll room, and I was scared, too. And they're right. It gets really hot, and the air is on. It's in a bad place. So you're hot, and then you're cold. And it freaked me out, just like Reagan. I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, babe, do you feel that? He was like, go to bed. But... Even that, being scared, come on. Come on, mama's boy. You got to go to a hotel. I mean, bless, bless yeah. his heart. He had Kelsey with him, too. So, if, you know, yeah. if he had someone to cuddle with. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe she could, yeah. But, oh, anyway. Jared, what's your yeah. cray, what was your cray-cray you for this week's episode? Do you have a cray-cray? Um... No, not really. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. PG You're so nice. I know. I'll be, I'll be nice. Okay, mm. I love, I love this though. Jared's playing Switzerland. He's being neutral <laughs> early in the season. Uh, beautiful, I'll beautiful Switzerland. <laughs> You're what? 
I'm gonna do like a like a Miss America or a pageant. <laughs> You're Miss Congeniality. Yes, you are. Yes. Miss Congeniality for this season. Yes. <laughs> well. It's- it's go because ahead. later in the season you're going to pump like, off. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to go like Catherine on Southern Charm and just go crazy. I want to see it. Uh, so uh, so tell everybody again where they can find you. Thanks so much for talking with us today. Where They can find you. Where? What's your handles? Um, on Instagram, which I don't do a great job. I'm sorry, Instagram, I do a great job. I love Instagram. But uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, the Jared Sampson, T-H-E, Jared, J-R-E-D-S-A-M-P-S-O-N. Uh, I can do better with Twitter, but, you know. Hey, you do what you can. What's up next for you? What's up next for me is um, just trying to take this platform and make sure I do, you know, what I need to do to really push this message home about, um, you know, breaking the stigma and not being silent about who you are in the, you know, the gay community, the African-American community in general, just to make sure people know that there are people out there who, you know, who are thriving and doing wonderful things and you do not have to feel like you're alone and please again if you need to dm me for the right reasons please do and i will respond but um don't slide into that dm for any inappropriate reasons (laughs) could i ask what's on your shirt are those Uh, peace sign just okay peace sign oh that's cute i have on pants so i can't really scroll i love that okay yeah i was watching what is that (laughs) i'm sitting here in my 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 boxer briefs. Oh, oh, oh so that's oh. why you said I'm not going to show the booty. Sugar. Okay. Go down just only. No. Oh, sugar, don't tease a man. Oh, well, I uh, thank you so much. For, sorry, yeah, I got totally you. distracted. Yeah. Thank you so much for me. Thank I, you. I, you can, we will call you sugar anytime on this show, yeah. whenever you want to come on. We, when you we, call me sugar in the email, it's like, oh my God, you call me sugar. Uh, <laughs> I do not call her. But we truly do. We have love for you. Yes. We have pride for you. Yes. It's, just, it's just a beautiful, you already, what you want to do, you're already doing in your life. Amen. It's such a beautiful expression of God to me. So I love it so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so All much. All right. We will see you. you. Please keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. I'm, I'm, I look forward to this show after every show. Well, oh, I can't wait. Thanks. We want season two. We want it yes. to keep going. Yes. Keep going. All right. We'll see you next week. Or we'll see you. We'll see yeah, you next we week. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 All right, everybody. That was, that was amazing. amazing, right? I mean, thank God I have a boyfriend or I'd be moving to New Orleans. <laughs> Well, I don't have a boyfriend. (laughs) See you in New Orleans, y'all. He's so sweet. I'm so, so, so happy for him. I'm just... That was amazing. That was wonderful, wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you guys, we're going to be coming back to you, obviously, next week. Except for Charles. Yeah, yeah, y'all. This might be my last Southern Charm episode. So, I'm going to be gone for a few weeks. But I'll still be, like, I'm probably going to be live tweeting the shows and tweeting at the panel and everything. We don't know how many episodes. We were trying to look. If anybody knows, either in the chat or, like, how many episodes there are of Southern Charm, let us know, okay? Mm -hmm. So, hey, everybody. Let's sign off. Tell everybody where they can find us. Alrighty, guys. You guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at TV. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Charles Connolly. And you can find me everywhere at MikeTheCreo underscore. Yes, and you can find me on the Matt Maher 2TCR. You also don't forget that on Thursday nights, we're going to be doing our regular Southern, Southern Charm, Charm. Mm-hmm. recap. Of Catherine's getting cray-cray. It's, I love it, I love it, it I love it. it, I love it, I love it. Naomi is too. Yeah, all right, everybody. And we love you. Thank you so much. Yes. Go to the yes. chat, tell us what you think, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.